Juliette Littman. And I am Joe House. Welcome to Ringer Food, the Ringer's new hub for all your food-related content. You may have known this feed as House of Carbs, and don't worry, that's not totally going away. We will be launching two new shows on the feed, and the first is Food News with me and David Jacoby. You may remember us from our days at Grantland. Well, Jacoby and I are back to go over the news, sample snacks, share some personal tales of food news, some global tales of food news. Who knows what else is to come? And House, what are you going to be doing? Oh, my taste buds, my hungry homies, my culinary comrades, we are back. We've done it. Here to tell you that we are reigniting House of Carbs with a whole new slate of tasty episodes throughout the year. We are starting with a football fracas, a gridiron gobble fest. We're doing NFL playoff potluck featuring taste tests of the iconic food item or items of every playoff city to determine which city reigns supreme. Ringer Food is starting up this Wednesday, January 12th. That's so soon. So be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome to the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz. I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Krolbeck, and these are the worst bets for Wild Card Weekend. You guys get enough advice uh, from uh, people. The, the divisional the round, sir. You've had too much caffeine. Did I just <laughs> did I just do that? We're I, not doing Ron that again. Did, it? did I just read the teleprompter? Yeah. Wild Card's over, although we could make those bets again. We'd be we'd be 100% right. We? I hope that they would be better. Would be the, that would be the, the hindsight best bets. bets. Although I was 100% right last week, so... No, no big you deal. You did. Yeah, there you go. We'll just do a Craig did. Yeah. All right, we'll do the divisional round. Fine. I guess we'll do the divisional round. Yeah. We'll read the teleprompter blindly. But these are the worst bets of the divisional round because, again, like, there's enough people being like, here are good bets. <laughs> we're going to, like, we're <laughs> going to give you bad Whenever else is zagging. Yeah. We're filling the niche. Like, no one's filling the bad bet niche. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> okay. No one's point. acknowledging they're filling the bad bet niche. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 more accurate. Right, no one's, no one's just like, these are bad bets right off the show. Okay, so we're going to do that. We're recording this on Wednesday because, so just keep in mind, we haven't really gotten the full injury picture for these games. Again, if we had, they'd be better bets, but they're the worst bets. So we don't really know what the Bad betters bet in the middle of the week. Bad betters don't exactly. wait to get all the We're info. placing ours on Wednesday. <laughs> all right. Just where all the values out, but we don't have any extra information to bet again. Okay. <laughs> First, just a reminder, we're doing the FanDuel Listener League. It's FanDuel.com slash league slash Ringer Listener League. We got the link in the episode description if you want to join yes. us. It's, it's, Please the do. Entry fee is five bucks. It's the whole weekend of games. It's fun. Compete against us. It's a good time. Check out the FanDuel Ringer Listener League. Also, I wanted to point out, I think Daily Fantasy is the best. This this specific point, division round and conference championships, I think are the most fun to play Daily Fantasy because it's a limited amount of games. You got eight teams. So you feel like mm -hmm. you kind of have thoughts on like every single player and like what they could do. It's not so right. wide of a net where you just kind of, you're just like shooting fish in a barrel. Uh, Actually, the other way around. Shooting fish in a barrel yeah, is yeah, easy, right? Say, like, it's, it's, it's trying to find the needle in a haystack theory. or something. Right. It's right? like, yeah, he, needle in a haystack. So I, I love divisional yeah. round and conference championships daily. So. I actually think these are the best two weeks of football. Like, I don't want to be all dramatic, but like the next, like the the week where you get the divisional round and those two days of football in the conference championship, the that is the best like eight days that there really is. Can I, <laughs> I want to point one yeah. thing out. So Wild Card Weekend is a great name. You know, I'm big on names, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, and divisional Branding. rounds, terrible. Conference championships, great name. Super Bowl. 
Really grabby name. Divisional round is terrible. I agree. I w- can't believe you said this. I was also thinking about this like yesterday. Divisional round, it's not grabby. Like we need to rebrand it. Why don't they call it like uh, the quarterfinals? Is that, e- is that any better? Well, then it'd have to be the semifinals if it was the next round. You'd have to keep that going. Right. If P- that's not email us at ringerfantasyfootball at gmail.com if you have a better idea for the divisional round. This is, this is a good point, Craig. All right. That Should is really good. I never thought about that, Craig. Wow. That's a good, I, I think you're right. Stop me my tracks it, right there. Yeah. It's underwhelming. It is. It doesn't sound good. I'm just thinking about titling this episode Worst Bets for the Divisional Round. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Should we just call it Worst we just Bets create for the Finals and just see if people think we're insane? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, now I'm thinking about it. It'll make people do it. It'll make people like like look at it divisional again. Divisional like, oh, Duel. I don't know. About? Does it have to be Division? I get. It, why does it even have to be Division? I think it's a remnant from how it used to be like right. a very long time ago. What is the word for? I know that there's a word for this, but when you say something and it just sounds wrong, like it just makes you like cringe. It's like, oh, it's I messed up German that word. word for that. Like skirt, skirt. When you say the word skirt to me, that's just like the weirdest. Like, why is that a word? Skirt. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never thought about it. We should probably start talking about the <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. DK. Other than skirt, skirt, skirt. What do you want to bet on this weekend? DK? All right. So. I'm going to skip over the obvious. We'll get to the big game. We'll oh. get to the biggest game of the weekend. All okay. right. Ooh. Uh, first, I want to talk about, let's bet on something Joey Burrow. Oh. Joey B. Joey covers. Bengals at Titans. I think this is a sneaky fun game to bet on. Yeah. Um. Right now, I think the Titans are favored by three and a half. The over-under is 47. Check my mouth on that if it has changed since overnight. Um. But I, I feel like I want to bet on Burrow. Last week, I bet on him going under. I feel like this week, I want to bet on him going over where, where he is. So right now, is over-under... Um, I think it actually went up from last night. It was 273 and a half yards last night. Um, and I don't know, for whatever reason, I just feel like this is going to be a shootout. The Bengals and the Titans both finished the year. They were seventh and eighth in most passing yards allowed, respectively. So this could be one of those games that's kind of a sneaky shootout. The Titans are getting all their offensive weapons back. Uh, do the, the Bengals, Titans do shootouts? Well, relative. Well, relative shootout. What's a, shoot, what's a relative shootout? Like Lots a, of like points. Like fight? 30, 30-ish points for each team. That's a shootout. That's a shootout? That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, I'm not saying it's going to be like 50 to 50 or something like that. Well, then you like, should be betting the over if you think it's going to be 30 to 30. <laughs> that's another say. One, I think. Um, You're only casually saying it's two touchdowns more than the over. So do you want a <laughs> right. Joe Burrow over? Every week, Bidika comes with bets, and then we're like, do you want something completely different based on what you're describing? Like, why don't you just bet the over for this, this game? This is why I'm asking you guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I, I want to bet the over on, well, first of all, let's just bet the over. That sounds good. Okay, so I'll, let's write that one down. Okay, so DK, you want the over on Bengals Titans? Yes, but I also think that the Burrow over in terms of passing yards is good. And um, somebody check, hold on, I'm actually just pulling it up right now. Uh, right now they've got Burrow at two seventy three and a half. So yeah, I think that's good. Like over the last six games, he's done. He's gone over that four times. Um, and in those four times, it's been like a lot. Like he went at four hundred <laughs> something, almost five hundred something in one game. Um, and the last three games that all the starters have played, I saw this from Hayden Winks. Last three games that all the starters have played for the Bengals have been the three uh, highest neutral situation pass rate for them for the entire year. So basically, they've worked up to this. They they've kind of like slow rolled it. You know, we're going to protect Burrow early on with the run game, all that stuff. Now they're letting him loose. They're taking off the old restrictor plate. They're letting him throw it, the Red Dragon. Um, so I don't know. I just I'm excited about this one. I think that you know the Titans defense, it it is a little bit nerve wracking that they have a very good pass rush, but their secondary I don't think is going to be able to hang with the Bengals pass catchers. So I think that's like where the advantage is. DK, maybe were you a little upset that we went against Burrow last week and he's America's boy, so you kind of wanted to like, you want something behind Burrow this week? Like, he's just, he, he's well, the I guy was the, right I was the one who picked the under, so I'm not like upset about it. I just think this week might be different. You're upset about it. You can tell. DK's too polite to admit it. But I'm sick mad. of you guys he's always angry. doubting Burrow. I, DK's angry. Well, so we faded the Bengals last week, and I got to be honest, guys, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I like, I like Tennessee minus three and a half. Uh, really? Yes, I do. Okay. We can discuss it. Hyvis, I don't know where you land, but well, the, the the Titans are maybe the most under-discussed one seed ever. Right. No one likes the Titans for whatever reason. Nobody believes in them. <laughs> They're like the Cardinals on the East Coast. I don't know what's going on, but they are fully healthy, pretty much. Julio, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry are seemingly going to be playing in this game, which they were 6-2 and two 
when all in the first uh, eight weeks of the season when Derrick Henry was around. They're also eleven and two this year when AJ Brown plays. Um, <laughs> That's incredible. I, I, I don't know. I did not know that. I knew they were way better with AJ and Julio both on and AJ Brown, but eleven and two with AJ. They Brown lost like five now. games this year. So, so <laughs> I, I guess I think to back up for a second. Yeah, it's like they. What Craig said about them being healthy, they had they broke the record for players used in a season with like a month left in the season. They had 90 <laughs> players used this season. Now Derrick Henry is back for this game. We had a rule before Derrick Henry got hurt, which is we're betting all the Derrick Henry overs until Derrick Henry doesn't win. <laughs> and then he just got hurt. Which brings me to my next bet that's involved in this game. So Derrick Henry, we don't know a lot, right? He's been practicing for almost three weeks now. It seems pretty much a foregone conclusion that he's going to be starting in this game. Sorry, there's a leaf blower going outside my house right now <laughs> and I can't turn it off. Sorry about that. Do you that. think that that's like the sound of Derrick Henry? All the money? I hope it win, is. Just like, so yeah. I found this bet. <clears throat> it's who's going to lead the entire weekend in rushing. And yeah. Derrick Henry is plus 325. And the only guy below that is is who's second is Eli Mitchell. He's plus 375. After that, I don't feel confident about anybody. Leonard Fournette, Cam Akers, Joe Mixon. Those are the next three. And then it gets even worse after that. AJ Dillon, guys like that. Derrick Henry at plus 325 to lead the weekend in rushing. If he plays a full load and like, I don't think they're going to play him and give him 10 rushes. I just, if he's in full contact all week and he's been practicing for three weeks, I don't know why they wouldn't use him to his full ability in a playoff game as a one seed. So, Eli Mitchell, I think, could do it. But man, dude, 325. Like, I don't think anyone in any game is going to clip 100 yards except Derrick Henry. I like that one a lot. I think that's great. The odds are terrible. It's probably, it's like, again, these are the bets that are like the, <laughs> the things at the end of the aisle in the supermarket. They're just, they're terrible odds. You're not getting good value. But like, look, smarter people might point out that like Derrick like Derek Henry wasn't as, that much better than Deontay Foreman at the end of the year. Like, yeah, I know. You know what? It's the divisional round or whatever we're going to call it, the quarterfinal. It is just fun to root for Derrick Henry. It is fun. Like, he's, it is wild that the best running back in the NFL has been forgotten, basically. What do you think this line would have been if Derrick Henry was healthy all year? It would not be plus 325. I actually want to go back to what you said right off the jump, Craig, about how the Titans are probably one of the most, like, forgotten number one seeds ever. The Titans, this has been for three years. Like, DK and I, like, we have been covering football this entire Titans resurgence with Ryan Tannehill. And to be honest with you, it's about as hard as I've ever had a time like covering a team that's good because you don't really know what to say. Like they are flying in the face of everything that's supposed to be happening in the NFL right now. They are, I mean, this is a team that mounts like four minute comebacks with, by running the ball with Derrick Henry. <laughs> right. Like everything about this era of football is supposed to be a passing and, and all these things. And they were like, on a passing level efficiency with their running game and their play action and everything. And it just is so difficult to explain really how Ryan Tannehill has just been fantastic with them in this three-year run. And like, they're also just kind of boring other than Derrick Henry. Now Derrick Henry and A.G. Brown have made them less boring, but like they, they don't get any respect, honestly, including for me. They don't have any personalities. I feel like Mike Vrabel's the biggest personality on the team. Well, Henry, Henry has personality with like his playing style, but yeah, he's not a big personality off the field. No, and I just think everyone's on Burrow. I get it. I love Burrow. And I, could Burrow will his team to win here? Yeah, probably. He could go nuts and throw for 400 yards and like they could win. But three and a half for the one seed here against a Bengals team that's like, I don't know, before a couple weeks ago, like have been pretty hot and cold. I, and, and the Titans are all healthy. Like this seems... I, I agree with you. I'm curious about maybe teasing the Titans with something, but I agree with you in the premise that the Titans are just better. Like, you sometimes you're like, how are they the one seed? Well, they beat the Bills and the Chiefs. Back-to-back -back weeks. Back-to-back -back weeks. And I, I do think that the Titans have been this way, though, for three years. Like, don't forget, like, they beat the Patriots in Brady's last game in New England. Like, they beat uh, the Ravens two years ago in the playoffs. They, like, rocked the Ravens whenever we all thought the Ravens were going to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. And the Titans kind of threw him off their game. Like Mike Vrabel, if you actually look at the list of Belichick disciples, Mike Vrabel never coached for Bill Belichick, but he's kind of the only successful Belichick disciple, even though he's not actually in the coaching tree. And like, he's the only one that seems right. to have learned the lessons of like mounting your specific game plans to beat certain opponents. Like I have not seen anything from a healthy Titans team really in the last two years that makes me want to bet against them. So I actually agree with you, Craig. Remember that Titans Chiefs game and the Titans defensive line just dominated the game? Yeah, that is the one thing that worries me because the Titans have a huge advantage over the Bengals' defense or offensive line, and that could really cause problems for Burrow. And that was like the only thing making me think, like, oh, 
maybe this isn't going to be the high octane passing attack that I was kind of like. I picturing. said that would happen with the Raiders last week, and I was like mostly wrong. Yeah, they did a good job against Bengals- Crosby. He wasn't a huge factor. Exactly. And so I'm wondering, Dick, how you think the Titans defense compares to the Raiders? Because I think the Titans probably have the, better players. The Titans the ha- too, probably have a little bit better front, um, but they have the same disadvantages in terms of like the back end, I think. And, you know, just Burrow and Chase are so hot right now. And then obviously like T Higgins was kind of a non-factor in that game. And like he could still go off in this next one. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know where I land, honestly. So I think I do agree with you that I think I am comfortable taking the Titans to win. Um, but I still want to bet on Burrow for some reason. I still want to bet that over. I, that's I get it. I get the Burrow stuff. He's great. Okay. How can you not want to bet on him? <laughs> okay. Well, um, so I agree with you, DK, on the Burrow overs. I agree with okay. Craig on the Titans giving what is it, three and a half? Yeah. I like that. I'm hoping too. it comes Let's... up to three before Sunday and I'll bet it. If people watch start hammering Cincinnati, but I don't think it will. Okay. And then we also have the, the Titans Bengals over, which I like. Okay. So DK, you said another one. I love how you buried Bill's Chiefs. Like, like we should save that for later instead of lead with it. Save the best for last or something. Or maybe just second. I don't know. It's just the most obvious game. I just wanted to like throw you a curveball. Can I be honest though? I don't want to bet anything in it. I have no feel. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't uh, feel strong. Right, let's talk about this. I think you're right. I We are paid to like have thoughts on football. I have no idea who's going to win Bill's Chiefs either. <laughs> I don't either. Like, I don't know. It's like the best game of the year, honestly. Like both it teams is. are extremely hot right now. Both like two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, if not the two best. Obviously, you've yeah. got Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers still, whatever. I'm not gonna like say that these two guys are better. I think the thing to do in this game, since this is dumb bets or the worst bets or whatever it is we're branding. This, I like that you don't even know the title. Well, they're synonymous, dumb and <laughs> worst, you know. Um <laughs> I came up with a couple long shots that I think would be really fun for this game. All right. Okay. Both teams. To score thirty-five plus, wow, is is eleven to one. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. Oh my god! <laughs> I just think that's fun. Plus, you can root for a shootout. Um, another good one I found: no team will score three unanswered times, and that's plus two twenty. So, in other words, you're expecting teams to like go back and forth, like not one team dominate. It's it's plus one twenty. I don't like plus, that. Didn't the Chiefs score five touchdowns in nine minutes or ten minutes or whatever? When, and the, yeah, but that wasn't against the Bills. <laughs> I know, but the Chiefs do that. The Chiefs are streaky. Yeah, but that wasn't against the Bills. I want to make sure I heard that right. So it's that no team will score three consecutive times, and it's plus 120? Plus 220. Plus 220? I think yeah. I love that bet. I don't like that, because I think what you're forgetting is like a turnover, kind of like, like a turnover in like field goal range screws that up pretty easily. Right. I understand how that works. <laughs> I kind of like the 11 to 1 both over 35 more. Even though You want to hear the ridiculous. best one? Yeah. The best one. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. 10 plus passing touchdowns combined. <laughs> it's, what the? It's plus 2,000. That's not a good bet. That's 20 not even one? good odds. That's like ridiculous. That's I just not thought even it was good funny. odds. That should be 100. I'm not going to bet it. I just so, think it's funny. I, I think I realized that I had no idea who's going to win this game. Did you guys hear Mitchell Schwartz, the for who used to be the um, starting tackle for the can, for Kansas City, like when they won the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, and he went on Rosillo's show this week, and Rosillo was like, "I'm not going to ask you for your should I do the Rosillo impersonation? I can't do it as well as you, Craig. You got to go really deep. Yeah, get deep. I can't. No, I can't do it. Craig can actually. Should I ask you for your? Sorry, you go. Go ahead. What do you say? Uh, well, uh, should I? Should I uh, let's see if I can do it. Let's see if I can pull out a Rosillo. Um, I already know this is going to go terribly. It's terrible. No, I can't do it personally. I mean, Russillo, I can't, I'm so bad at them. Russillo was like, I'm not even going to ask you for your pick. I'm not going to ask you for your pick because you know, I, I know you're going to pick the Chiefs. And he was, and Mitchell Schwartz, who played for Kansas City, was like, ah, I, I don't know. Bills are pretty tough. And I was like, oh my God, this guy played on the Chiefs. But it's true. Like, the this matchup, so here's my proposal for this matchup. Because obviously, like, the Bills are coming off one of the, the perfect game. Seven touchdown drives. Right. And then they, you know, right. kneeled. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. I have a crazy... This is truly deserving of the word worst bets. A three-team teaser on this game. So three-team teaser, you can move the line by 10 points each way. Right now, the line has dropped from the Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by, I believe, one and a half, right? Yeah. uh, No. Yes. Yeah. One and a half. So three-team teaser, move the line both ways. So the Bills getting 11 and a half. Okay. The Chiefs getting eight and a half. And the under, or sorry, the over, you move it down over 44 points. So you're moving everything by 10. And basically what you're saying is 
44 points will be scored and neither team will lose by more than uh, one score, one possession. Oh, so I one see, possession game over 44 points and you can do that with a three-team teaser. <laughs> sure. Does sure. that make sense? Do you yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying? That's not a terrible bet. Start it's kind of fun. It is fun, right? Yeah. Because you're rooting for a close game with points. Close game with points. 44, that's going to hit, obviously. 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 You just need it to be anything basically over 24-20. 24-21. Anything bigger than 24-21. And that's like not... That is a one possession game will win. So anyway, that, that's what I like from this. Because I don't know what the hell's going to so happen. So it just needs to be an eight point game or less and score more than 44 points. Is that right? Yes. And that will win. Either direction. Eight points. Yeah, I kind of love that. Yeah, right? Isn't that the best way to watch this game, though? Yeah, you're rooting for points, and you want it to be close. Yes. I think that works for everyone, no matter what side of it you want because, to be Because, to on. be honest, I kind of think everybody wants to pick the Bills and thinks the Bills can win. Obviously, recency bias is a factor. But I think we're all just afraid of Mahomes. Like, like yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? for good reason. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I think the Bills are a better team, like, across the board, like, defensively. Like, all together, I think the Bills are better, but I'm still just, like, afraid to bet against Mahomes because you just have no idea if he's going to go nuts. He had five touchdowns and 400 yards against the Steelers. No, no one, one even talked, talked about, about it. it. <laughs> it's like, well, it just Steve flew Ruiz pointed this out. Ruiz one of the pointed greatest this out games ever. for that um, he had a even by his standards, like this incredible performance against the Eagles, it wasn't like what the Bills did, but the Chiefs scored like five touchdowns on like seven drives. And like, he didn't get a highlight video from the NFL YouTube account. Right. Through five touchdowns. I really do think the Steph Curry comparison is apt because nowadays, like Steph will have eight threes in a game, nine threes in a game. Like they don't even, they don't talk about it on SportsCenter. They don't talk about it anywhere. And that is exactly like Mahomes now. When I see 405 touchdowns, I'm like, all right, he had a good game. Yeah. Exactly. The bar is just so high. Okay, so I, I, that's, does anyone have anything else at Bill's Chiefs? Because I think that's my favorite one is just that three-team teaser where it's just anything over 44 points and with an eight-point uh, spread. No, that was my stay-away game. So, But I love your bet, Heifetz. I'm down for that. Okay. The only prop that I thought stood out is Dawson Knox over 31 and a half receiving yards. He's been like one of Josh Allen's favorite targets yeah. lately. Making big plays, um, too. Not bad, actually. Yeah. So that one just stood out to me. It's like, I don't have like a, 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 a like really in-depth analysis on it, but like, it just seems to me like he's going to be a big part of this game. That plan. does sound like a low number for Dawson Knox, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep that one in mind. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house, everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Um, just a vibes pick. I like Rams plus three versus Tampa. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why? Well, one, Rams are playing really well and the Bucks just beat the Eagles, which kind of means nothing, but like the Bucs are just so hurt. Like Wirfs is hurt. Jensen's mm -hmm. hurt. Like they don't have any receivers anymore. So Jalen Ramsey's going to shadow Mike Evans. Like, I don't know if Gronk's super healthy. I just like, don't think they have a lot going for them right now as a team. Obviously Brady's Brady, but like the Rams are kind of firing on all cylinders right now. Like Vaughn Miller's playing really well. Like, you know, he kind of took the, the regular season off and now he's like Vaughn Miller. He's kind of <laughs> doing the playoff yeah. mode. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's like kind of in LeBron mode where you take days off and like they just have everything working. And I was debating just picking the money line, but I, the Brady stuff scares me. So plus three Rams 
I think these two, I mean, they beat them in week three. The Rams beat Tampa Bay in week three when they were much more healthy. So I like I, it, honestly. I, I have kinda, a question I'm for, kind of into this one. I have a question for DK here because I, I think that what I don't like about the Bucks Rams this week is not what I don't like. What confuses me is that I think it violates my two, like my two biggest gut check the priorities in betting a playoff game or really just who I think will win are against each other here. Number one, it's like you look at the coaching staff and the quarterbacks and like, do you really want to like visualize yourself rooting for like them? And it's like Brady Stafford. Stafford just has not been that guy to me in these mm -hmm. big moments. And Brady has been that guy for like, I mean, almost my entire life. Right. And that matters to me a lot. And I also think a lot about what DK said about Alexander the Great and like people would go into battle with him <laughs> and think he was literally invincible and he wouldn't die. Right, and right. the confidence and then the opponents think Alexander the Great couldn't die. And it actually like psychologically messes with you. I <laughs> do think Brady is there and that there is a psychological opponent when Brady's on the field. Having said that, my second biggest priority is what Craig said in the healthy teams usually win. Like right. the healthy teams, where you get to the point where it's close enough, I do always want to side on the side that's healthier because not injured guys usually are more hurt than you think. Like all these guys are dealing with so many injuries that they don't talk about, they don't tell anyone. And like when you have as many guys hurt as the Bucks have, I don't like to pick those teams. And that's, I, I err on the side of Brady, but it's honestly, it's just a very simplistic analysis. So like, I, I don't know, my gut has been, I want the Bucks and the Brady side of it. But I see what you're Maybe saying this is health. the I think this is the Costanza bet of the week. Is it picking the Rams? No, I can't bet against Brady though. Like I cannot bet. <laughs> oh, money. that's why it's Costanza. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, you have to pick, you have to pick what playoff narrative you want to go with here because there's a couple narrative or like cliches I which I should say about like Brady. Like obviously Brady, clutch factor. He's he's the most clutch quarterback of all time, the most winning playoff quarterback of all time by far, like by double. Um, so there's that which is very easy to buy into. And what I have said, basically, it's like, why would you want to bet against Brady? Um, however, like the other big, like huge playoff cliche is like the best, the, the winning teams are just the healthiest team at this time of year. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously the, the Rams have some injuries, you know, it's not like they're coming into this totally healthy, but the Buccaneers are like devastated right now, potentially offensive line, especially, um, but you know, obviously pass the catchers is getting guys back, back though. Yeah, so and I'm, just, I'm curious what you think about like Todd Bowles and the Bucks defense schematically against Stafford because I just honestly Stafford has not earned my trust. Like I know that they just yeah, rocked sure. the Cardinals, but I think that just like we kind of throw out the Bucks Eagles one, like the Cardinals, the I mean the Rams are just lar physically larger than them. The Rams kind of just bullied them, and I think that that was just not the kind of game they're going to get against Tampa Bay and the defending Super Bowl champions versus a Cardinals team that's never been to the playoffs. I this is why I feel like we just need to bet the unders on everything in this game. <laughs> just bet the unders on everybody it's over under right now it's 48 um i was looking last night brady's over under on yards is 286.5 you think that's high you think he's gonna pass for 286 that just felt a little high to me i understand he like led the nfl in passing um i get that well i think a lot of that but, is dependent on if Fournette plays yeah. i don't they really don't have any running game right now like so if Fournette's mm. out, Brady probably will throw for that many yards. I don't know. I, I'm not. There's no like Brady stat I'm going to provide you guys that's going to convince you to bet against him. I'm not going to be no, like, well, that's the thing. I can't. I can't be rooting against Brady. The Titans like beat him two that's years really ago when he was on to. the Patriots. Like I can't. Craig, you bet. You bet against. You were trying to go uh, early on Belichick. Bet against Belichick <laughs> early, early on that Brady. Out. Out go on Brady. early on Brady, baby. Well, the Patriots did that. It didn't work. <laughs> okay, so we're pretty tepid on this. Is what I'm hearing. Ah. Because, I mean, the one I had written down was Brady. Under 286. I also thought that if we want to go like the other way, Rob, sorry, Rob Gronkowski yeah. over 66 and a half yards receiving. I feel like he's just going to feed Gronk. 66 Play, is high. Gronk. I know that, but like who else do they have? Mike Evans is going to be playing, but what Jalen Ramsey probably going to be locking up with, with Evans quite a bit. Not always, but. I just think Gronk props are terrible bets because it's like he's so famous and people love to bet on him that like the numbers the are just like the touchdown, yeah. like there's no value in like Gronk touchdown things. It's basically like even money every That's time. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right. So we're not doing anything in that game then. Is that well, we'll, we'll save it for the bets moot. All right. Whatever the hell that is. The other. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're going to bets. We're going to wrap up what our actual bets are. At the he's end. into the bets moot now. Packers Niners is this last game here we haven't discussed. I've thought about this a lot and I want to have the Packers. Like what I want to bet on, like I want to bet on Green Bay. I want to bet on Aaron Rodgers. I want to bet on a better quarterback. And like, whereas I'm like very confident in Brady and not that confident in Stafford, 
I'm so confident in Rodgers, like for different reasons of Brady esque. I'll give him like a nine and a half, 10 out of 10, right? Jimmy, I'm so not confident in Jimmy. And while I don't, I understand that Shannon tries to minimize him, I cannot have Jimmy in this game for me. Like if, the, like, if the Cowboys had done anything on that final drive and they had wasted the time, if they had caught up, we would be talking about how terrible Jimmy was at the end of the game. Missing wide open people, making mental mistakes. I understand he's got two injuries right now that he says are equally extremely painful. That doesn't make me feel better that, oh, I didn't miss it because I'm inaccurate. I missed it because I'm so hard. I can't really throw the ball where I want to put it. Like, I just have seen Jimmy make so many mental and or whatever physical mistakes just with basic things. And Rodgers is playing at a, such a high level. And we were just talking about how Tennessee is this very underrated one seed. Sal has been talking about that this on Bill's pod all season. The Packers have done nothing but perform since week one. They got blown right. out week one, <laughs> which is essentially the preseason now. They got rid of the preseason games. Like training camp can't hit as much. Week one's the preseason, like for these guys. Since week one, the Packers have just been in money. Like literally and figuratively. Pretty much. They, they haven't covered in three of their last four games. But before that, they were like easy money. You're right about that. I, The Packers, I just think, are playing at such a high level. And you talk about health. That's the thing that the two one seats have in common with Tennessee and Green Bay. They're getting their guys back. Like we'll see how good David Bakhtiari is at left tackle. But like Green Bay is getting back. We'll see how many of them do suit up again. It's Wednesday. Like we'll see if Zadarius Smith and like Jared Alexander, how much they're actually able to play. But like I think this Packers team is just better. And like the coaching matchup is good, but Rodgers versus Garoppolo, like I know they're not in the same field together and sometimes this is reductive, but like I am so much more confident in Rodgers than I am in Garoppolo. I cannot in any way. Like, so what do you like? Because I agree with you. I think I like the Packers in this game, but do you, are you going to lay the points? Lay six? So here's how I think about this. I think the way I want to attack this weekend, I think I kind of want to do, a, I, I want to do a couple things. I do actually want to just take the Packers giving the points, but I think we talk about how we allow, what, allocate our units. What are we doing? Portions? Shares? Nuggets. Nuggets. <laughs> nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> the nuggets. I want to do my nugs, but <laughs> I think that I want to do a, a Bucks packers money line parlay, just betting on Brady and Rodgers to rematch in the NFC Championship game, because I do think they're better, and just betting on that rematch gets you, it's like plus 130, so you put a dollar down, you get 130 back. I think Bucks packers money line, and I kind of like teasers too. Like, if you tease the Packers and the Bucks. Uh, depends what line you get in the Bucks, but basically it means the Packers just have to win the game, and the Bucks basically just, depending on the line you get, just have to basically lose by a field goal or win the game. Um, but I kind of like Rod pairing Rodgers and Brady. So the, these uh, Jimmy and Rodgers have played. They played in week uh, f I don't remember four, three September, week three or four. Yeah, and remember that game is thirty to twenty eight. The Packers won. But oh, it was incredible, yeah. But the Niners didn't run the ball because Eli Mitchell was out. Debo didn't have a carry, I don't think. And like Trey Sermon was their starting running back. He had like 30 yards. So I wonder if how the Niners treat this game is just completely different this time around. Like Jimmy threw it yeah. 40 times when they first played. I wonder if, if this is the exact opposite. Did he really? And this is like when they played two years ago when Jimmy throws the ball nine times and they just try and beat the hell out of them on the ground with Debo and Eli Mitchell. Yeah, I was gonna I was trying to find some rushing props. Uh, for this game, because I think that the I think that the 49ers are just going to run the hell out of the ball, and, the, and that's like the main vulnerability yeah. for the Packers. But I couldn't find any. Uh, if you guys found any, it's because of the Jimmy. Injury. Well, I think it's because of the, the injuries. There's there's so many that injuries the Niners sense, are dealing yeah. with. So I think the thing with the Niners, and to your point, and actually, what makes this an interesting matchup is obviously Rodgers is like petty and like not over San Francisco, not drafting him first like forever ago at this point. Mm -hmm. But also the Niners have beaten them in the playoffs three, like they've knocked the Packers out of the playoffs three times in the last 10 years. They knocked them out of the NFC Championship game two years ago, which started Rodgers' frustration with this Packers team because he right. wanted to get a home championship game. And now he's able to do that and they've gotten that. So he has the home championship game. And if he loses to San Francisco again, after kind of vowing that they needed home field, I think that would be very interesting. But like, I there's just something about the Niners. There's something weird about the Niners. Right? I don't ever want to bet against them. Well, you know why? Dude, it's they because she, just like pom they just pummel you. That's why. Ben Sol shout out to Ben Solak. Go to the ringer.com if you have time. Ben Solak wrote a piece about Debo Samuel that is like unbelievable and, and great about how Debo's been. And I like this line Solak had where he basically said Debo, he's like thunder and lightning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like he's he's kind of like smoke until he wants to become stone. And it's true. But like the way that they're using Poetic. Him, but that just like is perfect. It is. Yeah. 
So I kind of want to do, I, I, I want to bet on the Packers, but I would do all the Debo overs, even though those are also probably terrible, terrible values. It would be very fun to root for Debo. Okay, should we bet Smoot now? Do I have anything else to pitch? All right, let, yeah, uh, let's I've got a smooth. few other dumb ones okay. that I would like to throw out because sure. that's sort of my corner. Um, <laughs> so these are divisional round specials, Craig. Division round. Sorry about that. I know it's a stupid <sighs> name. Uh, AFC team. So you can bet on who's going to score more points, AFC teams or NFC teams. The AFC's uh, favored by six and a half. So it's minus six and a half for I did AFC. See this. Uh, so to recap, Bengals, Titans, and Chiefs, Bills in the AFC, and then it's 49ers, oh, Packers, oh my God. and Bucks, Rams. So you definitely want to take I think AFC, we should take, right? I think I want to take the AFC covering that. Yeah, <laughs> I just think it's fun. I don't, I don't have like any. Strong... I'm not trying to think about like eight different offenses playing <laughs> eight different defenses. It's a lot of variables here. Um, that's fun though. I like that. Yeah. So let's take. The, I want to take the AFC on that. I just feel like. That has the Chiefs Bills particular has like the best chance of going like ballistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like again, I said before, like the Bengals Titans, I think would be a high, higher scoring game than we think. Um, and then let's see here, what else is there? Oh, this is a good one from FanDuel. Any offensive lineman to have a receiving touchdown on divisional weekend is nine to one. <laughs> oh, just rooting for a th- thick six right here. That's <laughs> what I'm going for. There were two last week, and yeah, I, I know, I, I it's think, like kind of common lately. I mean, I, don't, I think I they put. I think they did that one to just like make fun of the other team they were playing. The but Bills. then I also think you put it on tape. Yeah, I think the Bills also want to put it on tape because then now so when you actually need to get the yard, they're thinking about like how will I cover this lineman, and then the lineman just runs you over and they run in for the yard. Mm. Oh yeah, Heifetz, you t- you text or tweeted that out. Like he threw down. Who was it? Uh, T.J. Watt. Yeah, kind of a good player. And then he scored a touchdown. Yeah, defensive player of the year, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was crazy. All right. Let's bet smooth here. Okay. Yeah. So to recap, DK, we DK likes the, the Titans Bengals over. Mm-hmm. I also like the under for Tampa Bay Rams. Mm. Under for Bucks Rams. Okay. You guys like either of those? How you feeling about those? Can I be honest? Can I can we is this a safe space? I think yeah. so. I yeah. rarely feel confident or non confident in any over under. I mean, I think that's I never fair. feel good about an over-under, no matter what I bet. Over or under, I'm just like, I don't know. This doesn't feel right. I'm so much more comfortable <laughs> betting spreads doesn't feel. and money Stay lines. away from it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we can just... We don't have to do those by any means. I've got... I, I'd almost no, no, rather no, just no, do no, some of the other fun him, ones. Don't, don't let him talk out of it. These are worst bets. <laughs> okay, yeah. so DK, you like Burrow over, Burrow over 275 yards, no mm-hmm. score unanswered three times in this Bucks. Bills Chiefs game. I'm going to run through the ones that we can actually combine together, maybe though. Okay. So the the Bengals Titans over 47. Craig likes the Rams giving three. Yeah. I kind of was on the other side of that. No, no. No, sorry. The Rams getting three. Getting sorry. three. The Rams getting three. Yeah. And then you also do you, you don't really have a feeling on any of the over unders. No. I like the I I basically think that any iteration of the Bills. Chiefs and the over will work if you throw it in a teaser. DK, what do you think about Heifetz's like weird spread manipulation bet? Because I like that one. <laughs> I want to come um, up with the bets that we all agree he, on. I want something he was saying we can it's all stand be over to. forty-four and then within seven points or something. Eight, what was it? Within eight and a okay. half, I think, or eight. Yeah, so essentially a, That's one, a good one. One That's touchdown one. game or less and over forty-four yeah. points. I'm into that one. Heifetz, we got because it's going to go over forty-four. So we're essentially just betting on the games within a score. Okay, bet smoot. It is decided. Bills <laughs> Chiefs, my weird ass thing where we're going to do the Bills Chiefs and the over. So that's that. So that's Bills giving 11 and a half, Bills getting 11 and a half, Chiefs getting eight and a half, and the o- over 44 points. If you think, if you believe in that one, Heifetz, I don't understand why you don't believe in my no team will score three unanswered times in that game. Because <laughs> you're essentially because saying the Chiefs, it's going to be a close game. I feel like the Chiefs game. do that all the time, is why. The, yeah, but you're the, saying it's going to be like a back and forth game. It's going to end up within one touchdown. The only thing I'm not saying that. Like, I think the, the Chiefs, I mean, I'm just saying about two years ago, the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs, Chiefs had zero points in the first half against the Patriots and then like 31 in the second half. So like you're going to do that because two years ago something happened? No, I think they do it because I think they do that every two weeks. I'm just saying that just because these teams are really good doesn't mean they can't be streaky for like a quarter. You and know what I mean? DK, the hard thing is that like the Chiefs could have back-to-back scores in the second and then it goes to halftime and they get the ball back in the yeah, third. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing. However, I'm still on Team DK with that bet. I like it. All right, fine. <laughs> I like it a lot. Two to one. Fine. Bet smooth. Uh, You're out, Heifetz. So you, do you guys like the... Do you guys agree that the Packers 
are going to win because the other one I wanted to do is combine the Packers with the Bills and or the Chiefs for a two-team teaser where, again, it's like a one-possession game for Chiefs Bucks, or sorry, for Chiefs Bills and the Packers just have to win. I agree. Are you guys afraid of the Niners? I'm afraid of the I'm afraid of the Niners. Well, then let's just... Zeke is afraid of the Niners. Why don't we just do Packers money so we're line? kind of staying away from the Packers, though, is what we're saying. I picked the Packers to win the Super Bowl for what it's worth, but I'm still afraid. I'm afraid of the Niners. Well, then I'll we should honest. pair the Packers money line with something. If we don't want to deal with the spread, if we don't want to fuck with the spread, I had the Packers money line with the Bucks money line, but we don't really even agree on that. I think DK, DK, are you Team Rams or Bucks? I'm sort of on the I'm on the fence on that one. Mm-hmm. I think that the I think the Rams could. It's tough because like everything we talked about with Brady, but like I think the Rams are just healthier right now. It is very difficult to trust Stafford in this situation, though. Okay, okay. How about this? I got a second question. Do you guys feel more comfortable with the Chiefs getting like seven points or the or the Bills getting like nine? to win that game. Like whose spread would you want to inflate in that game? I'm pretty confident in the bills getting nine because the chiefs, I I feel like I would be really surprised if the bills couldn't, if the bills got lost by more than double digits. Right. I think I agree with that. Well, so why don't we do, why don't we tease Packers, uh, Packers bills? I'm down to tease Packers bills, but DK is kind of skittish about the Niners. So what, 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 DK like the Bengals. I just want to put it on the record that I'm skittish about the Niners, but I'm comfortable betting on the Packers. So wait, so how about this? DK like the Bengals Titans over. So why don't we do, we tease the Bengals Titans over with the bills. So it's Bengals Titans over 41. Nice. So 21, 20, whatever would be anything over that. And then we do that with the bills getting, uh, what is it? Seven and a half. I like that actually. Okay. I'm into that. I'm into that. And we can also move it up to a seven-point teaser if we give up some juice and make it eight and a half. Yeah, I like that. Okay, okay. do you want to explain what we just did to, to the layperson? Because we did get an email saying, thank you for explaining what we're doing when we're teasing and stuff. Uh, for people that don't like bet a lot. So teasing, what you do with a teaser is you combine two things. And a parlay is like the Packers will cover and the Bucks will cover. And it's unlikely that both happen, so I want even more money if they both happen. A, that's a parlay. A teaser mm. is when I'm like, okay, the Bucks and the Packers are both going to cover, but I'm not that confident, so I'm going to move the line. Give me six points, and I'm going to move the Packers from five-and-a-half-point favorites, and then instead, actually, instead of giving five-and-a-half points, the Packers are getting a half point. So you move the line by six, mm. and then you can move the line by six with the Bucks too. So instead of the Bucks giving three, the Bucks are getting three. Those both have to cover. Now, they give you the six points because you get paid less if you win. So whereas a parlay is paying you, like, depending on what it is, two, three, four, five times your money, they're actually giving you less than what you give. So if you give 10 bucks on a teaser, they're probably, depending where you're going to give you seven, eight bucks back on profit. But you're trading certainty and, like, profit right. mar- You're trading profit margin for, like, certainty right, right, by right. moving the lines. So that's why it's fun. Bottom line, it's like harder to get a parlay because you're guessing two different things. So basically, you're you're boosting. Hopefully, you're making your odds better of getting it right, but you're not going to win as much. With so the what teaser. we're doing here is we're basically saying we think Chiefs Bills is high scoring and it's close. So if we do this Fakakta, and that's the Yiddish word for it, it's Fakakta three team teaser. Bills getting eleven and a half. Chief, we're moving the lines. Bills getting eleven and a half. Chiefs getting eight and a half over forty four because we moved all three by ten. Then we're also going to do a two team teaser on the Bills. We're giving the Bills six extra points. So what is that? Seven and a half. No, that's, yeah, seven and a half. Titans, Bengals over 42. I don't know if I'm speaking English. So that means we have two bets here, but we have Bills in both. Are we worried about that? Do we want no. anything that doesn't involve this Buffalo? This is classic recency bias. This is classic. It is. That's that's exactly what it is. We're like, oh, the Bills, the this perfect is why, game. It's, where it's like, perfect, though. I mean, what is the name of the show, right? This is exactly Bill what was right like do. 20 years ago. <laughs> don't overreact to the previous round. That's like in the manifesto and everything. So we need a non-Bills bet. We need one more. We need a non-Bills Tennessee, bet. man. Just Tennessee straight up. I kind of like that. Spread. Tennessee spread. Three and a half. The three and a half is, ah, uh, yeah. So they're covering that. That's, you want to lay the points. That's what the I would bet. But the problem okay. is the Titans, even when they win, it's always by a field goal. Spiritually. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you can take the money line, but they're, it's minus 185. It's not great. Should we do the Titans money line? You see, you like the Rams. We really are different sides of all these games. That's what makes the bet smooth hard. It's not, it's not easy to pick a king. So nobody guys. here likes Titans minus three and a half of me. Is that right? No, I, I, no, I do. It's just the Titans, if they win by field goal, I'll be so not surprised at all. No, I think, yeah. I mean, I do think the Titans will probably end up winning this game, but it's close. 
if we also since every Titans game's close, we also could do the same insane thing and do tight. We, we could do the same <laughs> teaser with the Titans Bengals and move that line by six each way. Give the Bengals nine and a half. We should just do Titans it for every game. Should we just do it for every game and just hope they're all close? <laughs> every- the opposite of the wild card round. <laughs> if we had done that last week, we would have been so gone because all the games were terrible. Yeah. Is there a way to tease the Rams and Titans together? Yeah, you could tease them both up. You could uh, if you if you threw a six and a half point tease, you could get the Titans to plus three. And you could get the Rams to plus nine and a half. If you want to do a seven point tease, you could get the Titans to to three and a half, and and the Rams to ten. That's not Let's bad. Do that. You want to do that? You want to do a seven? Want to do a seven point two team teaser? Yeah. Yes. Which we're giving up juice. We're giving up money. Okay. So Titans getting Titans. Wait, what, what did we just say? Now I'm. Even it's Tennessee getting seven and the Rams getting seven. Which I can do that right now. I can plug that. I in. like that. Screw you guys it. are writing these down, right? Because I have terrible. So memory. the odds on that are, are minus one forty. How do we feel? Screw it. Let's just do it. Nice. Read, read, read the whole thing again, the bet. Uh, Tennessee getting plus three and a half and the Rams getting 10. I like right. it. Let's That's do good. it. Okay. Um, I like that. Do you want to, in addition to those goofy ones, do you want to throw in a few long shot ones? Like Hi Fitz, uh, or Craig, you put the most rushing yards in the day, Henry. Yeah. Plus 325. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, I like that one too. Derek Henry, most I rushing wanna yards. Do, I want to do, I really would like to do the, any offensive lineman to have a receiving touchdown because I just want to root for a thick <laughs> That's six. So not going to happen, but all right. I know. I, not, I know. Uh, okay. That is a, that is the just stuff humor right. me. Okay. Also, I want to take AFC covering minus six. And I half. love that one. <laughs> I love AFC it. Minus six, Those are my stupid ones. Okay. And I'm just going to root for them. Part of me is like, uh, no. Yeah, that's okay. All right. Yeah. AFC minus six. Don't think about like it these. too much. No, right? I'm not it's, thinking about it. We're just betting okay. five bucks. I like right. these. Okay. That was fun. Godspeed if people could hang with us for that. What's fun about the the AFC NFC bet is the last game is the last game of the week uh, Chiefs Bills. Yes. So. Oh yeah, it doesn't oh, matter yeah. how much they're down. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. If we're it. down like sixty three, it's like we can do it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be good. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Let's get to some emails. Uh, We got a lot of feedback on the last episode, guys. Yeah. Do I say the word penalties weird? Yeah, you just did say it weird. I just, I did it. Penalties. Penalties. Okay, so we got so much feedback. People said that Heifetz is penalized, which I think is... He says penalized, penalized, but he also says penalties. Penalties. No, 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 no. I I now have like, you know when you, like, it's what DK said earlier about skirt, and it's like, if you say a word, (laughs) and then you say it too much, now I'm doing this, and I'm like, I think I say it three different ways. I say penalty, like penalties. It's very nasally, the way that you say it. I I definitely say penalties. (laughs) Penalties, penties. I, oh my! I I don't know how I. I don't, I don't even remember like how that. I said it. Penalties. Anymore. Just I say think penalty. I pronounce it differently. Penal. Penal. Like say the word pen. Say the word pen. Pen. Yeah. Penalties. Penalties. There you go. That sounds so weird. To you me, just like, try and say it too quickly because you had three cups of coffee today. Penalties. So you're like penalties. <laughs> what is going on? No, oh I, this is a lot of people emailed us and like we're tweeting at me. We're like, what I were you, what was I, because I talked about the Cowboys. People were like, what's people thought I was having a stroke. I'm not kidding. Did I mention it on the show? Because I literally had that thought while you were saying <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. People like were adding us on like social media and you're like, oh, so it wasn't just me. Like I yes, didn't want to call them right. out. Um, I, okay. I, so anyway, if you were listening to last week's episode or this week's episode and you thought that I said that weird, then you're not alone. By the way, I want to plug right now while we're doing it. You get, you know, the name of the guy, it's like the accent King or something like that. He does these oh, accent YouTube, daddy. Yeah. Accent daddy. He does these YouTube no, that's, videos. That's not his actual name. So we call him. Correct. The nickname. We, we uh, oh, him that's just daddy. what we call him. That's at the, the ringer. Yeah, that's, that's a private <laughs> thing. <because. laughs> that's what the ringer slack calls this guy. Yes. It's not um, his official name. Don't Google. Oh, accent don't Google daddy, that. Please. Um, Anyway, he does these videos that it's basically explains the history of where accents come from based on like, you know, obviously um, migra- migration maybe not the right word, migration patterns of human beings uh, in into the Americas and how it all mixed together where it came from like England and different it's parts the of England, Scotland, channel. Ireland, how they all mixed together and made these weird ass, very specific regional dialects like Pittsburgh's uh, dialect is specific to Pittsburgh and blah, blah, blah. Um, Anyways, very interesting. And I'm just thinking, 
I'm just picturing like what Heifetz's little mix of uh, accents is, and that makes him say penalties, penalties. Is that what I sound like to you? Pound like easily like that? Penalties. Is that what I sound like to you? I mean, a little. It's it's a little nasally. I didn't notice it to be honest. (laughs) Craig's like, okay, we're moving on. Shout out. We also talked a lot about the Bills and people recommending that the Bills take Viagra to be in the cold. Mm -hmm. Yes. We got emails from people saying Chad Ochocinco has been talking about this forever. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Correct. We also had real doctors emails. Shout out to all the doctors who emailed us. Thank you so much. I'm going to read a brief one from Meul, who wrote in who, with a very good concise explanation saying, hello. He says, I'm an internal med- medicine resident in Chicago. Love the show. Been listening all year and just listened to Monday's episode with Bart Scott talking about Viagra for Josh <laughs> Allen. I, I can't believe reading that. It's hilarious. Viagra causes dilation of our blood vessels by blocking PDE5. This allows for our body's smooth muscles to relax and increase blood flow. The blood vessels in our lungs respond similarly to blood vessels in the penis. And when we block PDE5 with Viagra, more blood flow equals bigger erection. However... That mechanism only really applies when we're sexually aroused, a.k.a. Viagra at the typically prescribed dose should provide erections only if you're horny. Got it. (laughs) However, (laughs) as as it happens, as you tend to see, uh, different doctors, I I noticed this since I became a father, by the way, like there was literally no one piece of advice for for like how to take care of a baby. Like if you have any question on taking care of a baby, there's like 13 different prescribed methods by doctors like oh doctors say this doctors say this doctors say this so doctors we had a can't blood agree flow on question we're not talking about raising a child so i'm gonna i'm gonna read a couple <laughs> more emails because we did have quite a few emails on this and thank you for all the doctors and the um ancillary doctor, i think we not, just not besmirched all of our goodwill with all of our um me- the medical community every episode should just end with us and asking a medical f- question that's listen there's a few different uh explanations i think we should go through them real quick so daniel a doctor points out that uh it might not be the best thing to go and play in tight pants after taking Viagra. Think of it. Th- he says, think of it how we were during high school. If any little thing sets off an erection, the way the pants move, seeing the cheerleaders, anything. A narb. That could, t- that could take a while to calm it back down, which I don't think is the best way to play in the middle of a playoff you guys, game. You guys know what a narb is? No apparent reason boner? <laughs> or the lead. Not, they have fear boners. I have not heard that before. You've heard of a narb? All right. Um, anyways, he says, still, there's a potential benefit for taking in cold conditions, and, and this is me talking, Danny. Uh, maybe this is where Bart Scott got this information. Um, he's Daniel says, Viagra has been used in clinical trials for situations where you might need a little more co- uh, blood flow. There's a condition called Raynaud's, where in cold temperatures, the blood flow to the extremities I have gets that. so limited that they get really white, can be painful, and be very numb. I have, that. I have I have to wear socks while I'm rec- I'm literally wearing socks while I record it's me too. Like I actually socks. I have terrible circulation. My fingers and toes are always cold. You know what we okay, should do? So for these pots? There we go. Maybe you guys <laughs> I don't we're going to have to turn off the video for these if we're starting to do this. But oh um, I'm not packing okay, that so, much TK. All right. All right. <laughs> I don't Just know what you think I got going on. Keep it above the shoulder. <laughs> um Speaking of that, have you did you guys see the tweet from the Portland Pickles, the the, the minor what? league minor league baseball team? Okay, <laughs> excuse me, the Portland Pickles. Can you guys hold on? I will just hold on for one minute, and we'll continue yeah. with this Portland Pickle thing. It's about the Portland Pickles. Okay, what is happening right now? I don't know. He had a he had a shit eating grin on his face when he left. Though here we go. It's Portland Pickles. Oh, he's, he's got the hat. <laughs> Yes. So my friend, Michael Leinbach, I hope he's listening to this, used to work for the Portland Pickles and was the mascot. (laughs) Are you kidding me? He has worn that suit and knows the guy who was in it. Stop it. Unbelievable. And I he actually, he doesn't even live in California. He's on the East Coast right now. I saw him a week ago. He was out visiting. He's from San Diego. And we were talking about the Portland Pickles thing and how hilarious the mascot situation was. And he says it was 100% like an inside job. Like they totally did it just to get the social media play. What is this photo? I didn't even see So this. it's a it's the Portland Pickles, which is again a minor league team. Not, not a, a minor league. It's a uh it's like one of those like in between independent. Yeah, yeah, independent. Yeah. What did they do? So tweet out? I'm pulling up the tweet right now. He says new phone who dis <laughs> and it's a picture of the Portland Pickle mascot like giving a thumbs up, but in the picture it's just cut it's just cropped, so you, all you can see is like his chest region, and the thumbs up looks like a boner. Hi, Fitz, go to Slack. I just sent it to you. 
And he and in the in the tweet, in the tweet. Oh they, my god! Hey, listen, this is the important part. Oh in my the tweet, god. they tagged a whole bunch of people. They tagged Manscaped, Skittles, <laughs> Bush's Beans, uh, Senator Scott Weiner, Oscar Meyer, Corn Nuts, like Justin Dickmeyer. Oh um, my! And then God. also randomly, Daniel Popper, the Chargers beat reporter for the Athletic, <laughs> which I think is I like am so the funniest thing in this. the world. And he was like, Daniel. Daniel was like, guys, I don't know why I'm tagged to this because they pegged it. Uh, the pickles were like, uh oh, like Mr. Pickle or whatever the guy's name is is going to take over this like our social medias for the day. And his first post was that <laughs> your friend was the mascot, correct? That is incredible. It was like a summer gig where he like worked like right out of college. He moved to Portland and was working doing like stuff for for baseball and was working with this Portland Pickles team and literally wore the mascot for like a summer. <laughs> we have gotten so off target That's here. So I got this hat. He sent it to me. Incredible. <laughs> this um, is outrageous. Anyway, so the bottom line is from Daniel getting back to the Viagra. He says, in theory, this could be used in cold weather situations. However, Rob, another doctor has a rebuttal to that idea. Taking Viagra, he says, in the cold is a bad idea. The capillaries in your skin constrict, but this is on purpose. Yes, it makes your fingers and toes colder, but it keeps your blood in your core warm. Taking Viagra to counteract the natural response could uh, increase the risk of hypothermia or freezing to death. Uh, so Are you caveat, saying that taking Viagra before a football game is not a good idea? So basically, the doses of Viagra can send enough blood to the skin and elsewhere, in parentheses, that it, there isn't enough to fill the heart and can cause dangerously low blood pressure. He says, basically, don't take a bunch of Viagra to stay cold, to stay warm in the cold. That's a really weird thing to do. Just do normal thing like wear gloves. Well, and they were drinking chicken broth, hot chicken broth. That seemed like a better idea. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, a lot of a lot of Viagra talk, but it was very informative. And, and now I feel like I know a lot about it. All right. Well, while we're getting experts to weigh in and... um. I'm just, you know, I'm so glad we can bring so much expertise to people's lives. Like, you know, we've got doctors, we've got pickle mascots, like we're, you know, you can't get this anywhere else. Uh, we've got an email on Jerry World in the Sun from Eric. As an architect, I'd like to chime in on the design issues of AT&T Stadium, which is Jerry World. One of the most basic lessons in architecture is orienting a building around the path of the sun. The sun obviously rises right. in the east and sets in the west. Rule number one is to block afternoon southwest facing sun because it is harsh. And if you look at most stadiums, they are oriented north-south. So the long side of the stadium blocks the late afternoon sun. But Jerry World is oriented east-west with a massive southwest facing window to eliminate glare on the Jumbotron or the Megatron, depending how stupid how, they are. God damn it. I'm I'm continually baffled by the amount of experts we have that listen to the show. Doctors, architects, <laughs> lawyers. People with like real expertise in things listening to us I know. who have nothing. <laughs> there was one there was one guy that said uh, one doctor who was like, Yeah, we listen to this a lot. All the guys in the operate all, all our operating team, like he's a, he's a surgeon. He's like all of our operating Do team. Do people listen to us during surgery? Not during surgery. <laughs> I don't but think they play music during surgery sometimes. But, he, but he said like they they have their own version of like Monday morning quarterback in the surge in the operating room. Are you serious? Yeah. That's really cool. Love it. If you, any of the doctors, listeners in surgery, let us know. I don't think you probably are allowed to do that. That's a good point. They definitely play music. Like, that's a thing. You're I, think, it would be, I think they're talking about this, like, around the water cooler. But a podcast could, like, surgery. make you, like, laugh and, like, move your hand in the wrong way. So can music. It's music. It can make you move. Yeah. You gotta relax. It's an eight-hour surgery. You gotta I feel the... like playing Beethoven is different than hearing us talk about Viagra, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh, the people doctors. were mad because we couldn't figure out the word jumbotron. Or, uh, <laughs> I had so many people get mad at me, li like literally angry at us. A surgeon is not just getting <laughs> doing open heart surgery, and he's like jumbotron, it's jumbo. jumbotron. You know what? This one was fucking moments idiots. where someone emailed us and was like, "Listening to a podcast is the closest you'll ever be to like being a ghost." Right. Because it's like there's people like that are talking and like can't hear you. No, like, it was shouting at them. Yeah, it was listening understand. to a podcast where you know the something they don't. You know the answer yes. that they're trying to come up with. It's the closest thing to being a ghost. <laughs> You're just like jumbotron, and we just keep talking about it for like thirty seconds. Okay, I think yeah. on that note, I think we've done enough. All right, so we're getting Bills Chiefs close game. <laughs> right, <laughs> Bengals right to score back, a lot of points. Really That's all, and we can't decide on the Bucks and the Rams. Cool, glad we're afraid of the bet. Forty. No, we know what we're doing. Remember, Rams plus ten, Titans plus three and a half. Yes. Beautiful. All right. Check out the Ringer Listener League on FanDuel. The episode, the episode description has the link for that FanDuel Listener League. Check us out. It's just $5. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Lorne. Lorne. Thank you, Speedy West.
<laughs> I wait for Craig to say no because no, I don't. Nope. I have never. It's old school. Speedy. Is that a person or is that a band? The, I've honest. been really getting into uh, like Les Paul. He does these like Hawaiian luau style like guitar stuff. And then I, I found Speedy West through that. He's American pe- uh, pedal steel gar- guitarist. So it's like steel guitar. But they I do, saw like, one of those like last year. It's, uh, those are amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, he did, but he does a lot of like uh, instrumentals. It's like guitar stuff. It's cool. Spe- Speedy Those West. guitars are so cool. Yeah, it's a great name for like a running back. <laughs> Speedy West. Uh, yeah, it's it like really Speedy is. West was like a fifth round in Madden. Like you always have to draft that guy because you can use like an Easter egg. And he's <laughs> yeah, like, that's a great point. Team. DK, you should watch the the music box uh, doc on Kenny G. Oh, I know. I've been, it's on my list. It's really sure. good. You get a kick out of it. They talk about Stan Getz in it and all your jazz nice. boys. Isn't isn't he from Seattle too? There's a lot of Seattle. Yeah, stuff he is. There. He still lives in Seattle. Nice. Shut up, nice. Music Box. Can he stream G. it on HBO Max, baby? That's right. All right. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>